Welcome to the Grateful Thread Podcast, where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters to unite. I'm Ashlyn of Urban Dwell Studio. And I'm Lacey of Messy Quilts, and we are your hosts. So a little bit about me is I've been a quilter for nine years, and at this point in my life, after all of the years of piecing and blocks and all the things, I have landed into memory quilt making, and it's the love of my life. Yeah, like full like jumped in and now you're just t-shirt quilter you're a t-shirt quilt whiz <laughs> yeah love it tell me about you <laughs> ash i'm ashlyn and i have been quilting for about a year a little bit under that <laughs> and i have just fallen head over heels in love with it like teenage crush and it's not going away nope and you are incredible <laughs> your not... stuff is incredible yeah it has not been short-lived thank nope. you yes um, for me personally, I'm wanting to build these little communities for our generation of quilters as they begin quilting so that when they discover this joy, we're waiting here with open arms and not closed doors and we just have a spot for them to enjoy and to join in this craft and yeah. Yeah. We've, we've found that in our journeys separately, um, obviously mine been a, more years that we've had the same experiences as not quite feeling like we belong. We don't, we don't know where we belong in a space. And after talking to many other quilters and makers, they kind of feel the same way. Yeah. We yeah. wanted to bring, we want to bridge that gap. Yeah. We, you can sit with us. The bridge. Yeah. I love bridge. That. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our first topic, which is current projects. What are you working on? What am I working on? I am gearing up for, t-shirt quilt season. January graduation. graduation is my time to shine. So I am kind of on the lay, lay low, low down of not much on my sewing table as I, I'm doing a lot of back end work, you know, all the, yeah. all of the stuff they don't tell you when you own a quilting business. It's yeah. all that computer work that you have to do that yeah. people don't realize you have to do that. The numbers so. and crunching of the numbers. Uh -huh. I'm working on that now. What about you? What are you um, working on? I'm writing a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. New pattern coming to you. Yes. March. March. Awesome. How many patterns are you going to be? How many, how many you got going? <laughs> <laughs> I have a few written, but like the first one dropped in January and then mm -hmm. we'll have March and a big awesome. one in July. And so, yeah, we're going quarterly for now. Love it. Going a little bit. Slow. That's exciting. Yeah. Pattern writing's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. I do no. not like it. That's, that's <laughs> another thing. That's like, not just the pattern writing. You have the testers, you have the launch, you have the printing of the pattern and yeah. the distribution. So it's a, Whole enterprise. Mm -hmm. So today we are going to talk about guilds. Joining a guild today. I'm kind of excited for this topic. I love guilds. Yeah. Mostly because we're in the same guild. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I, I can't say that I really loved guilds at the beginning, to be totally honest. Yeah. I had a, I started a guild, like I said, I started nine years ago. Um postpartum depression and I thought why not get a hobby while I'm sitting at home with my babies? And I joined a guild and I and I also have to think it was 10 years ago. I was a new mom. My confidence probably wasn't that great, but I just definitely didn't feel included as much as I thought I would on that first guild. So I kind of guild hopped for quite a couple of years until I landed on the one that I'm in now with you. Yeah. Did you, 
I remember you going to classes at that time. Mm -hmm. Were you feeling like that was kind of substituting for it? Was that a just completely separate thing for you as far as like trying to make connections in the quilt world? Yeah, I think I was just trying to find a place to fit in. And nothing I was doing, I was fitting in. Yeah. So I kind of went into hermit mode until, honestly, recently when, in the last year, when you and I kind of started banding together, I was like, wait. And I was like, hey, there's this Salt Lake modern quilt guild. You're like, I'm already part of it. Like, well, then why aren't we going? <laughs> right? I'm like, okay, I'll go. I'll get all, I'll just save all my extroverted energy for the guild meetings. Yeah, everything's easier if you go with a friend though, right? It is, it is. So let's talk about guilds because I don't know if many of our what is a guild for Stacy and Fargo (laughs) for Stacy and Fargo what is a guild (laughs) so honestly the Cliffs Nose version right is just a group of people that meet together but it can it is a little bit more intense than that um so guilds uh quilt guilds started in the 1970s which I actually didn't know I would have thought they were like older than that yeah um they started as a craft guild Um, and they are based on like a style of teaching and sharing and community service. So they are a little bit different than just your getting a group of friends together. They definitely want to do more outreach programs, community projects, which I really love. Right. I loved reading, like it was more of a like democratic organization where there's elections and structure and yeah, just like, like there's a finance person and there's one, one person in charge. There's usually a president and a finance person and they are a lot more organized. Um, there, there are, um, teaching every time you go, you're going to learn something. Um, whether that's, what was our last one I went to was learning how to help your long armor. Yeah. And we had like a whole series on how to do your backings to help your long armor and stuff that like I knew, but also didn't know. Yeah. Which is really kind of cool. Um, guilds separate themselves from other less formal quilting clubs and groups by, like we said, creating sets of, uh, bylaws, electing officers and setting membership dues as well. Yeah. They're pretty much always paid. Mm-hmm. Um, where we are, we have our modern quilt guild, and then most of the guilds in the area are umbrellaed under the Utah Quilt Guild. Yes. Which I just did a little bit of research, and it seems like that's a pretty common practice through other states. So you have like a main guild. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know, but ours is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And it helps you, like, once you're a part of that, so you are part of two separate guilds, um, but like the hierarchy of the Utah Guild is like, it like you can find all of the resources you need to find another guild to where you want to go in person. Right. Um, you can find people in your area. They have a lot of different services, so you can find a long arm quilter. Mm-hmm. You can like advertise your own little sewing business with your other quilt guild members. So, yeah, they're very organized. They they are. They very send organized. a great newsletter. They do. Just mm-hmm. knocks me. I'm just like, you're still not on the list. (laughs) No, I'm on the list. I'm just like impressed every time I read it. I'm like, how do they organize? And it's like eight, nine, 10 pages sometimes. And like, just so structured, like a newsletter or like newspaper. And Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. so structured. Yeah. So, and, uh, and honestly, I found too, in getting in a guild that I feel like I belong. And again, that, that could be partly me 
after guild hopping is I feel too, I feel very supported by the people there. Oh yeah. The like you're there. floating when you leave. <laughs> yeah. It's really kind of cool. Yeah. Like, like as introverts, it's always it's, kind of daunting to have to de- like gear up and go. Uh-huh. And it's then, hard to get there. <laughs> yeah. Like, like any type of event as an introvert, you're like, Ugh. Uh-huh. Like you have to think about it for a week in advance. You finally get there and it usually takes like a day or two to recoup and mm-hmm. not, not quilt guild for no. me. I just like, I'm ready and fueled and yeah and they like buckets full yeah and they like support your art and they love what you make like i don't i yeah, we should try not experiment be like look what i made build, you should probably find it that's what i was just gonna say is like after and i i live in the boondocks of salt lake you north utah county yeah and i drive to salt, salt lake. lake don't you dare <laughs> get salt lake off of your mouth <laughs> But the best part about it, though, too, is I get to see my sister-in-law. This is St. George. At least no <laughs> <laughs> Just oh kidding. <laughs> it's just a long way from where I it, live. It feels like it's long, especially when it's at night, you know? And it really is like, am I going to get the benefit from this? Yeah. And, and you do. Yeah. You, they, like you said, they're very well organized. Um, yeah. So, and, and what I really love, too, is when they do the nonprofits, when they make nonprofit quilts. Um for charity, for cancer research, for, I mean, all the things. It's a good place to be part of. Yeah. And like, there's all different types of guilds. Um, they meet at lots of different times and places. I would, yeah, I would urge you to join one if you are new to quilting Mm -hmm. at at the bare minimum, just to like make connections and get some support and validation for what you're working on. You know, we talked about how it's isolating. That was like a main reason for starting the podcast. Right. Um, yeah, it just it's a it's a fun place to go and like hold up your work and have people ooh and ah over it versus like being at home and you show your husband and they're like cool cool and you're like hey can you hold this and they're like no <laughs> I want to take a picture and you're trying to take a picture and your quilt holder husband is just the worst like over it yeah <laughs> so true. <laughs> Um, but it's also different than like a club or a sewing bee that would meet at a home where there's like a handful of sewers. I'm not going to say women because, you know, we like the oh, men quilters the too. The men quilters. Bring on the bearded quilters. Oh, the bearded quilters. They are the best. <laughs> um, yeah. And like they would all work on the same quilt or do handwork together. I'm thinking like old timey. 1930s. <laughs> Did you listen to that like story podcast that I sent no. you? Um, I'm gonna look it up. Let's keep talking about how like so. There's clubs, and you can do what you call it. Um, you can do like the the quilters bees, where everybody makes a block, and then you yeah. end up making a quilt, which is fun because um, I know that it's sometimes it'll make me make a block that I wouldn't make otherwise. Uh, sometimes I'll say, uh, we're going to enter this into quilt con, which we can talk about that too. Um, and their guild would make a quilt. So everybody would be involved in one quilt and then they would enter it into a show. Right. Which is really fun because you get to be a, you get to be a part of something together right. that isn't, um, competition, you know, cause everybody's there to, it's called, I think it's quilt fiction podcast, Okay, but it's like. It's basically a full novel and it's a story podcast. So she's doing it's dialogue and she goes through and it's like 1930s, like just after the great depression or during, I can't quite remember. 
and there's just all these different women and it's just like it's so fun add it in the show notes to listen to yeah we'll add that to the show notes but it's just like i don't know it's cute and like wholesome and fun to listen to while you're sewing and i think just like their friendship that grows is really cute too so it's a good listen um so we started talking about different kinds of of guilds yes um, the one that we're a part of is the Modern Quilt Guild that is under the umbrella umbrella of the main Modern Quilt Guild that hosts QuiltCon. That's yes. what we're a part of. AKA the MQG. The MQG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there are a couple other ones. You wanna go through those? Yeah, so there's like traditional though, like they don't they probably won't be like, We're the traditional quilt <laughs> yeah, right? guild. They'll just be <laughs> the tradi- confident <laughs> enough they'll be like, We are the quilt guild. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> Whereas the rest of us are like, we are the tattooed quilters of North Utah <laughs> with children. With children. <laughs> so, like, yeah, they'll just focus more on traditional quilting, and you'll get the vibe as soon as you walk in. And <laughs> right, and they and they might not have they'll they'll have specific dues for their own group. Right, it wouldn't go to the main modern quilt right, guild. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's Sakwa, which yes. you learned about this year. Life tell changing. Me, tell me about the. Tell me your. I couldn't wait to talk about Sakwa. Guys. <laughs> yes, this That's is a plug there, for Sakwa, and we there's saying, a star next to it, like a circle, <laughs> in red, in and red. all colors of highlighter. Um, Sakwa, we're saying S A Q A is the acronym for Studio Art Quilts Quilters Association, um, and it is that. I'm not going to say next level, but I would say if there's a range, there's traditional and then modern, and then there's not really like a separate contemporary group, mm-hmm. but there's a pretty big chunk of the modern quilt guild that I think would associate as more contemporary. And contemporary um, means? <laughs> no, really. I, think I just, actually didn't really like, no, in, in the words of art, I actually didn't really like understand this term. Yeah. Like it, it just it deals is, a lot with minimalism and, and, and it's happening right yeah, now. Negative space. Not necessarily at the moment. Yeah, yes. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Whereas modern is a style that mm-hmm. is and always will Whereas, be. Whereas, yeah, traditional is more the yeah. old time. You think of your grandma's quilts. Yeah. And contemporary uh, in terms of design and art is like the relevance of today. Of today. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and then, so then, and then move on through the timeline, not timeline, the gradient. Gradient. That's a good <laughs> there word. we go. And then you have Sakwa and that's the studio art quilt. So people that would define themselves as, um, fiber artists yeah. and they're okay. making just weird wackadoodle stuff. Yep. Quotes for the wackadoodle because <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible because stuff. it's amazing it's- and it's typically not like usable as a quilt. But what separates it from traditional fiber art is that it's made in a traditional quilt format. So it has a top layer and a back layer, and it is held or bound together with... And batting in the middle. Mm -hmm. So three layers. Yeah. Which um, qualifies as a quilt. Yeah. And that's like literal definition of quilt. And that's kind of the criteria for Sakwa versus a fiber art. Um, And there's a lot of like overlap between Sakwa and the art world, which I freaking love, but (laughs) I discovered Sakwa, uh, not discovered. I learned about Sakwa at the quilt show last year. I was pretty new to quilting, but was just like kind of struggling to find my place still and just didn't like, it was hard 
being surrounded by a lot of traditional quilters and not feeling like I really fit in. And I think I'd started going to the Modern Quilt Guild, maybe yeah. one or two meetings. Right. And like, I finally felt like that was a good place for me, but it was still like way out of left field for that group. <laughs> like what is going on in this girl's brain? Like right. she's making a tree. Cause you have been an artist your whole life. I mean, painter. Yeah, and apparently. Yeah. <laughs> right. Even though I didn't call myself that, but yeah, I think when I started quilting, the intention was to do like the what if mm -hmm. and like improv on that. So a lot of my quilting journey has led me towards like the studio art quilts and like my patterns are different than art quilts and that's kind of the bridge and so I'm kind of just a split personality <laughs> yeah no cool and it's and what you make yeah. and what you produce for patterns are very right. different but what you produce for patterns is great for beginners because that's where you've come from right. you've, you've seen where the lack of beginner help is which has been really right. great to oh, see that was a little bit of a tangent we'll back up to the quilt show that was in Salt Lake and we were walking around and we got to like they had this mini um display and they were like literal miniature yeah works exhibition yeah, yeah exhibition um that was part of the show and they were kind of tucked in the corner yeah. so it was like the last thing that we saw at mm -hmm. the show and we walked over there and you were talking to her because we know the woman that was mm -hmm. running the booth yep. <laughs> um and i i literally started crying like they're like eight by eleven Tiny, little yeah. pieces of quilt and they were like framed or maybe just in little plastic I can't remember but I just remember looking at them like this is what I am making and this is what I have in my brain mm -hmm. and I just found where I just found home and like so I cool. I was looking at them and I turned to you and you're like are you <laughs> crying <laughs> and then I just like lost it I was like yeah <laughs> This is so beautiful. And, and like you want that I'm for everybody. Right now. <laughs> I know. Because you want everybody to feel this way. Yeah. You want everybody to know that like what they make yeah. needs to be seen. Yeah. It's just so important to like do what you're passionate about because otherwise like at the end of the day it's a hobby and right what's the point if you don't love it? You and, know? and find the group of people that fit and, right. the, and the Sakwa might not be where you fit. Right. And that's okay. Like, I don't feel as confident being in Sakwa as I do. And I feel like I'm a little bit more, I'd say contemporary, but a little bit more on the traditional side because I, that's how I was yeah. taught, you know, which is great. And it's yeah. where your roots are. It's where my roots are. <laughs> and I love it. Right. Like yeah. don't be anybody that you aren't be you. Yeah. Make what you yeah, want. No one's forcing you to go to one of these groups or the other. So yeah. it's kind of just a self decision yep. and if they're, they're telling you that you don't belong there, they're probably right because you don't want to be there. Right. Like with, with that, that attitude and energy. Just start your own, out, girl, start your own group if you need, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of, can point, we make like. a quilt and wine night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unwind. Unwind. And we'll just unwind bobbins that we wasted a bunch right? of Right. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, Ash. So how do we find these guilds? Tell me. Um, so we will, <laughs> you're like tell motioning, me. come on, come on, tell time. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can ask a friend, you yeah. could, uh, check with your local quilt shop. That's actually, I think how I found it, like another group that I don't really have time to, but I'm interested in. 
Um, your like local quilt shop will usually have a list either on their website if they have one or just like in-person um, like paper calendar that will have all the meeting times and open groups. So that's a really good spot and resource. And even if they don't have that, you'll find somebody in the quilt shop that can tell you what's what. Yep. And good old Google. Yep. <laughs> if they introvert and you don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Ask Dr. Google. Talk, type it all yep. out. Um, like, yeah, that's a great way to find your local quilt shop. You'll just location and yes, location. Quilt guild. Yep. yep. <laughs> that'll, that'll hopefully find you what you're looking for. Another option, if you know that you want to join the Modern Quilt Guild, is you can go to their website. Is it themqg.com? Yes. Yep. Um, and you can search for your local guild and by get in zip contact. code, I think. Yeah. Yeah. By zip code and get in contact with them. Or if you're in BFE and you don't have anybody around you and don't feel like driving anywhere, you can just join online and yeah. there's there's virtual groups and you can join as a individual member, which is what I was before right. joining the other group. So. And that, yeah, I, I've been an individual member for six years, seven years. Yeah. Just because then you get all of the, you join the MQG, you get all of the access to their resources online, to their library, yeah. to their patterns, to their workshops, all the things. Yeah. And QuiltCon. QuiltCon. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question is, should you join one? What do you think? Um, I think that you join one if your heart says you want to join one. All right. What, what about, I don't really think of Venn diagram. Maybe just a pros and cons list. Yeah, let's do pros and cons. What, what on, who did the pros and cons list on Friends? Is it Ross? I think probably. Chandler. <laughs> One of those two is just always messing up. Anyway. Um, so uh, the obvious pros are, like we talked about, having a group of people that support you and love you. Yeah. Validation. Validation. Yeah. Answering questions. Yeah, for sure. The questions is, and, and it's look at, look at what I'm working on. What do you think I should do? Right. And getting other people's opinions. Let's add that to the cons too. But that could also be a con. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> because my introverted self needs a whole day to prep for. Right. I pretty much always know what I'm going to do before I do it. And so like sometimes I'm not asking. <laughs> right. If I ask, it's usually because I actually want feedback, but if not, like don't say anything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What about other pros or cons? Um, another pro is like I mentioned earlier is I really do love their charity side. Yeah. You know, I feeling like you're giving back to the community. Um, and it doesn't feel like you're just doing nothing. Yeah. Like I, I like their programs that they do together as a group. Yeah. Coming back to the group really thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cons. If you're an introvert, <laughs> you have to go talk to people. Yeah. Pros, if you are not an introvert, you, you get to, to go talk to people. <laughs> Obviously, the drive time. Um, oh, and we did not mention this earlier. Typically, their meetings are monthly. Yeah. So it is a commitment. Um, it, it's not to say that you can, can't can miss it. You can absolutely miss meetings if you want. Yeah, but you, you pay to be there. So it's like, <laughs> if I'm going to invest in being there, I should probably be there. Yeah. Um, another pro is you get to learn a lot of things you probably wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah. But My favorite thing about the guild that I just joined a couple months ago is it's just filled. I mean, both guilds are filled with super cool people, mm -hmm. but the new one that I joined is full of like younger people that are 
our age and I mean a little bit older than me. I'm still on the young side. I think I'll be on the young side for another like 10 years. Um, but <laughs> you know, like it's just a totally different atmosphere to have people in your same generation that are quilting with you versus like, I mean, I love having all the women that are older than us, right. like support me and validate me. It feels wonderful, but like there's something like really awesome about your generation and doing this together. Well, and, and seeing that it's still quilting isn't going yeah, anywhere. Relevant. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And wanting to keep that quilt life going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It feels like you're like banding together to yeah. like share the secret and like keep this alive and pass it on to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. feels like major Olympic torch carrying. Yeah. We're just really, we're doing really big important work. We are. It's incredible. <laughs> I love it. Kidding. We're not that self-centered, but it's like really awesome and like don't get in our way or we'll just I know it's so fun. Yeah. All right. Conclusion. Join it or don't. I say join. Yeah. Jump in. Because what's it. what's the worst case? Find a quilt guild. You try find, it out. Find one you like and, and honestly give yourself more than two times. Yeah, and I'll give it a them, chance. I mean you don't have to pay to go to the first meeting. So right. you can try it out and see if it's a good fit and mm -hmm. yeah. If you like people so yeah, I say join it. Yeah, I, I agree. Join a guild. All guild right. a group. Hey. <laughs> All right. This leads into another one of our regular segments, what we're digging. This will be an opportunity for us and our future guests to share what's bringing us joy this week. It could be a cool podcast like this one that you're listening to. Hey. <laughs> or a new notion or the weather. Do you want to share what you're digging? I am digging. Quilt con. <laughs> it's getting so close. It's getting I'm so, so excited. It is. I'm digging. I'm getting on the website. I'm figuring out what lectures I want to go to. Yep. Figuring out my flights. I am all ready for QuiltCon. Yeah, I have so many more questions about QuiltCon. We're gonna have to do a separate episode. We will. Oh. Or should I just ask it right now? Yeah. How do we get into the lecture? So I got my pass. Uh huh. And I have a rough draft plan. Is it just a free-for-all? Uh-huh. Did just... you do the lecture pass? Yeah. Yeah. You just walk in. They give you a little... So when you get to QuiltCon, we'll show up the day of, mm -hmm. the award ceremony day, and they have a little gathering, mm -hmm. and you get your little lanyard with your scan bar, and then you walk up, and they go beep, and they scan it, and you walk in. So do I make a backup plan in case the lecture's full? Do they not fill no, up? No, they don't fill up. It's like, like a, in the big convention. Like giant, thing. like, ballroom sections uh -huh. that yeah. they have partitioned. Yeah, and you just like walk it. It's never full. I mean, the the featured one will probably be full, mm -hmm. um, but they usually have screens and Sweet. yeah, so you don't have to worry about it filling up. So I'm mad stressing. So about that. Uh, the lecture pass is absolutely worth it if you go to QuiltCon and see more than like I think three lectures a day, because it just ends up paying for itself. Yeah, that's the all passes. I'm doing. It. That's all. Yeah, I'm it's like kidding. every forty five minutes is a lecture, <laughs> and it feels like you're drinking water from a fire hose. Great. Because it's just all the information. It's amazing. Yeah. What are you digging? I'm digging this gift that's sitting next to me. <laughs> Lacey, speaking of guilds, we have this amazing woman in our guild. And she makes amazing quilts that I have crushes on. Mm -hmm. And she Can just... Share her, her Instagram handle because her quilts are incredible. Yes. We'll, she, it's, yeah, yeah, we'll at, put it in the show notes. At You Are Loved Quilts. Yeah. And she just... Shout out. We... Like I feel, I felt like we clicked pretty instantly because I just, 
I saw that she was making stuff from like normal patterns and she was kind of going rogue, mm -hmm. doing her own thing. And she made this quilt over the summer and I like fell mad in love with yeah. it. And I was like, I want to buy that when you're done displaying it and you better be submitting that to QuiltCon. Right. And like, not to drag her down, but it didn't get into QuiltCon much like many of us. I had rejects as well. Um, but I got it as a gift. <laughs> she just gave it to she me. She just showed up and at my just house. just before this episode, Lacey was like, I have a surprise for you Which coming. I know that you love surprises. <laughs> False. You described it perfectly. And you're like, I have a surprise coming. And my face went white. Because <laughs> I was like, God, I hate surprises so much. <laughs> like how... What should my expectation be? Because it, you know, surprises just never live up to my expectation. This was better, okay. better than anything. So she brought me this beautiful quilt and it's all wrapped up and I get to add it to my collection and look at it forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share a picture of what it looks like on the website or the mm -hmm. show notes. Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm digging. Yeah, you should. It's a beautiful quilt. <laughs> yeah. You can find the <laughs> show notes on our website, www www.thegratefulthreadpodcast.com under the show notes tab. All right, guys, that's our episode. Thank you so much. You can find us on Instagram at the Grateful Thread Podcast or myself at Messy Quilts. And you can find me, Ashlyn, at Urban Dwell Studio. Grateful Thread podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Ashlyn Downs and Lacey Messerly. Our sound engineer is Nicholas Downs. And if you enjoyed our show, we would greatly appreciate it if you could take a quick moment to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen so that we can grow this show and reach more fellow quilty friends. And so that we have an excuse to keep getting together and recording this little passion project. Bye, Bye Threadheads! Threadheads.